Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I am definitely too scared to watch scary movies like we are about to do. <laughs> I'm Henley, and I'm also way too scared to watch scary movies. I'm so upset. <laughs> I'm Sammy, and I love watching scary movies, and I'm going to turn into a little demon over the course of this <laughs> episode. Such a demon. You're already a demon. Just giggling with glee, having so much fun while you're suffering. Um, mm-hmm. So mean. Because today we are talking about Evil Dead Rise. This is a live episode. If you're not watching live, this episode will remain as a video episode on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. Um, and if you are watching live, hello. <laughs> hello. 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 Oh my God. I'm hello. very excited for today's episode. <laughs> Mostly, yeah, just to see your guys' faces. And I'm sorry. And does that make me a bad friend? <sighs> no. But you know what? We're willing. We're signing no. up. We're consenting That's to this. True. Yeah, we know what we got ourselves into. We're fully here. We're present. I could have said no. We could have said no any number of times. I've been not saying no for a really long time now. <laughs> yeah. But this one I'm particularly upset and now by. That doesn't mean I won't be mad at you because yeah, I, might. I might be a little mad too. But it's yeah. just not your fault. Do you know what I mean? Anger is usually misplaced. Mm. And so really probably what I'm feeling is anger at myself, but it may come out as anger at you. And we'll just have to see. OK, what I, I'll accept that and have that context. And that'll be soothing for me. Yeah. Because <laughs> okay. what's important is me being soothed. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, let me tell you some stats about Evil Dead Rise. Okay. OK. Written and directed by Lee Cronin. Is that a woman or a man? It's a man. OK. Just curious. Lee could go either way. (laughs) Yeah. Could go either way. Uh, Starring Alyssa Sutherland, Lily Sullivan, Morgan Davies, Nell Fisher, and Gabrielle Eccles. And worth noting that it is produced by Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. Okay. This is the fifth movie in the Evil Dead franchise, and we've covered all of them, which I think makes Evil Dead our like (gasps) most up-to-date series. Wow. This will be our fifth. And I have wow. really felt all different ways about each of them. Yeah, I they're started. really varied. <laughs> Very varied. Varied. Yeah, we yeah, and we hated mm-hmm. number because one because we were also we were a little unseasoned when we did number one. It was early. It was early. We weren't sure what we that were. That was our into. second episode. Yeah, we liked mm-hmm. number two. That's number right. two was so much fun. We all watched it, right? We all watched yep. it. Three seemed super fun. Shout out Gregory mm-hmm. Brothers for that one. Twenty thirteen changed my life i was a real that absolute freak 
watching that movie, like giggling, dancing around my apartment. <laughs> That's when you turned into an actual demon. That's when the devil came up <laughs> and was like, she's demon. the one for us and took your soul. <laughs> yep. Actually. Yeah. Four was when mm. it really took a left turn for me. I was like, never mind. I thought this was fun. Nope. Yeah. We're more, we're, we're in the, more in the four camp than the mm-hmm. three camp for sure. Although I will say, I think it kind of has a little more silliness than four. Um, but you guys are, it, don't let that <laughs> relax you. <laughs> <laughs> Our guards are not down. Yeah. It's, uh, okay. Also, yeah, okay. Pretty tough at times for sure. Okay. Uh, it has an 84% mm. on Rotten Tomatoes, mm. a 69% on Metacritic. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and a 7.2 on IMDb. Budget was 19 million. So far, it's made 62.3 million. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like the promo for this was so good. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean, I'm a little bit biased just because. We were so ready for it for the podcast, but I just feel like it's the hype has been great. I've been seeing good advertisements like, I, yeah, so I'm pleased for them that they're doing so. Yeah. well. And it, um, you know, not to spoil anything, but it does feel like there is more to come. And I hope that mm. I mean, if it keeps making this much yeah. money. Yeah. yeah, I think kind of an evergreen because it's also in the other ones. I mean, the first three, there is some amount of uh uh continuing plot throughout them with ash and his journey but the 2013 one and this one they're kind of just like there's a book of the dead yeah mm-hmm. standalones in this world find it and that's really all you need to know it feels like uh similar to final destination in that way where it's like mm-hmm. literally all we care about is watching them die in these crazy like in final station's like yeah death's after him i don't care why i don't care who yeah <laughs> just show me and this one's like yeah they find the book and then someone gets possessed and here we go yeah it's all exactly. we need so yeah evergreen so i hope there's more to come um this was originally meant to go straight to hbo max which surprised me but Ooh. it performed obviously very well in test screenings and so they decided to uh, release it theatrically and yeah that just seems like such a no-brainer to me i guess is there a potential for this feels like a stupid question but there's a potential for them to lose money on theatrical screenings right because you have to get i'm the, sure the, i would think you know, so yeah send it out and stuff because it seems like why wouldn't you always try to ma- i literally don't understand how movies make money yeah i don't really either because it services. seems like going straight to streaming because i'm like why would you just but I guess it's just like less of a risk in a certain way too. Like if you, I guess if you already think it won't make money, you're like, well, let's just you know shove it away, right? Yeah, and it's not embarrassing to have to look at the box. You don't have to like look at box office numbers. You, you can't fire me. I quit. Yeah, that mentality. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I know we're all dying to know how many gallons of fake blood were used in this dying movie. Mm-hmm. because the 2013 Evil Dead famously broke the absolutely shattered the record (laughs) and had 70,000 gallons this one not quite so much 6,500 but I am still pleased that most of the third act the main characters are drenched head to toe in blood that's important to me yeah that's part of of the franchise that's part of it the fluids important the fluids my goodness Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah a lot of fluids and that remains true in this one as well that's all the trivia I have, and I'm so sorry, but the next in line no! thing is for us to, for us to watch this trailer. Fuck. 
fuck, I've really been dreading this. And also I kind of pretended like, like it wasn't happening. It seemed like it came up so fast. I thought we'd have like a little I more, thought we'd time. Have more time. I thought we'd have more time. <laughs> I, I really thought we'd have more time. I thought we'd have more time. I mean, is this one of those movies where like we should watch it at the end? <laughs> Do you know how that happens sometimes where it's like really important for us to not watch it till the end? No, I don't think so. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Is it uh, so, 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 so like nothing else to say <laughs> before, before we do that? All right. You know what? No, let's just fucking do it. Let's just do it. You yeah. should be it. done with it. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, no. <sighs> okay. 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 Ready? I'm going to count us yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah. Henley, we're grown ups. <laughs> we can do this. I, I literally feel like I'm about to go on a roller coaster. My heart is like beating so fast. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't. What if you broke out in hives yourself. right now? I just don't want to do it. Okay. 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 Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. What's up, sis? I had the most beautiful dream. It was the perfect day. All I could think about was how much I wanted to cut you all open and then climb inside your bodies so that we could stay one happy family. <laughs> when I was just a little girl, I asked my mother. What is this, Danny? I found it. What will I be? Will I be pretty? Will I be rich? Here's what she said to me. Oh, not now. You don't look so good, Mom. Nothing. Big ol' kiss from you won't fix. I'm getting us out of here. I promise. You'd be a good mom someday, honey Oh, yeah? You know how to lie to kids. <laughs> Mom? Mommy's with the maggots now. Oh my fucking god. Oh my fucking god. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Are you fucking kidding me? Like actually, are you are you joking my ass right now? Are you no. joking my ass? I have to I'm disconnecting. I'm disconnecting. This can't be good for my, my heart long-term rate is mental high. health. Yeah, my my heart rate is high. 
My arm is high. Did she bite on some razor wire? I, I, I didn't even notice. I didn't even uh, see that. I feel like ending that trailer with the scream, though, is funny. Because, like, all things considered, the scream is kind that of the, the lamest thing. Mm, and it's, yeah, I feel fine. like you're supposed to build up to kind of a climax. And her screaming is, I think, pretty much not scary at all. But... Certainly not compared to some of the other shit that just happened. Yeah. Whew. I saw this movie for the second time <sighs> last night, and I was very proud of myself. First time I was squeamish and closed my eyes for a few of things, particularly the cheese grater scene. Motherfucker. I'll have you know that second time I watched it all. I watched the cheese grater. I, did, I didn't look away. And I don't know. That's like unusual for me, and I felt pretty proud. Oh, so I guess wow. I'm really proud I'm of you. So well, proud of you. Well, congrats Thank you for, for me. Is all I'm asking for. <laughs> yeah, congrats. Um, no, I'm really proud of you, and I and I really appreciate it because here's the thing: I do want to know. Yeah, because yeah. I'm sick and twisted. Yeah, I want to know too. Really sick and twisted. I'm absolutely sick and twisted. <laughs> um, wow. I mean, it does look that it looks really good. Yeah, it's. Um, I feel like. The, similar to 2013, the trailer does show kind of the worst parts. I remember in the tw- when we watched the trailer for the 2013 one, uh, I think, Henley, you said something like, it's probably not even showing the worst parts, and it, it kind of was, and this kind mm-hmm. of is also. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like right. it's, a, it's a good preparation. You guys are prepared now. Cause, yeah, okay. I mean, I... Did not really watch it. No, no, I was really, I was really squinting. I was because really I, squinting. I remembered that there was a, a, you had, I remembered that you had said wow. cheese grater. And so I just, um, <sighs> that cheese grater, man. Oh my God. I didn't even say it on the pod because this happened before, right before I went to New York, but I, I, I carrot peeled my finger and made me think of the cheese grater thing. Wow. It was fine, Ow. but it, it, it hurt. Yeah, <laughs> and the idea of getting like more more than that would be bad. Really, not fun. I think nope. it's because when you think about the things that feel okay for me to watch, like I don't mind seeing an arm cut off, for example, which I know is tough sure. for you, Emily. But it's like, but it's because we see it all the time, and so, or at least I do. Right. <laughs> so you're desensitized you see it to it a little bit. And, yeah, but you don't. Uh, you don't see a cheese grater too grater. often. You don't you see a cheese grater every movie. No, because the I, thing I learned from the vegetable peeler, which, you know, harrowing experience for me, is that when you get peeled, it's it's a lot of, it's not deep, but it's a lot of surface area. Mm. And so it really, it bled for a long time. Ow. And it really hurt just because, like, you expose a large quant. It's, like, much larger than a little slice. Because a slice goes deeper, mm. yeah, but it covers less surface area. Mm-hmm. So, And similarly mm. to when I feel like there's paper cuts in movies, that's also something that I feel like you, like, go... Like a little more than other things, and it's because we all know what paper cuts feel like. And while I don't yes. know what being cheese grated feels like, <laughs> I feel like I can imagine. You know, yeah. Ugh. That also just reminded me of the paper cut scene in New Moon, where it just bleeds so much more than any paper cut ever in existence. <laughs> just absolutely pours well, blood. She also reacts in such a funny way, Chris's story, because she, like, can you imagine paper if cut. you started bleeding and you just went like paper this? Cut. <laughs> I have a cut. Oh my gosh. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> have you ever since you were a child gotten hurt and been like 
like held your one hand with your other hand to be like, ah, hold it up. It's hurt. And just watch the blood drip down. Anyway, we could talk about New Moon more. That would be fine. We could with talk me. about New Moon. No, um, no, but no, no, no. Okay, we made it through the no worst more of it. New Moon. <laughs> we have to watch children watch their mother get possessed. I, okay, okay, okay. I'm shutting all my pregnancy hormones off as we speak. Oh, They're you can do that. That's so off. great. Yeah, Henley, this is going to be tough for you because guess who else is pregnant? The main character of this movie. Are you no! fucking kidding me? She's pregnant too. Are you fucking kidding me? You fucking, are you fucking kidding me? I'm not. Sorry. Oh my God. I'm not. Sorry. Yeah, I'm really sorry. Oh my God. Really sorry about that. Really oh. sorry, but it's a movie. It's okay. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Shake it off. <gasps> Shake it. And it's not real. And Henley, if if you encountered the Book of the Dead, you wouldn't read it. I'd be like, I'm not you opening would know. that. No. You would not read it. No, 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 no. Exactly. Absolutely not. You're safe. Absolutely not. I am not opening. Is it called the Necrom? What's it called? Necronom- Necronomicon. They, they just refer to it as the Book of the Dead in this, but it is definitely the Necronomicon in other movies. And remember, it's binding is made of human flesh it's a nasty mm. book nasty nasty, nasty absolutely book. filthy book <laughs> uh okay yeah let's get into it it's the bleakest time of the year so you know what that means we deserve to get cozy on the couch rewatch our favorite tiktok videos and drink a goddamn glass of wine if you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle you will love our next sponsor naked wines did you know that when you buy wine today most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County. And they've been around for 10 years and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker. So you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for a hundred dollars off your first six bottles. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. 
Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Your warning, okay. kid stuff, pregnancy. <laughs> Great. Great. Buckle up. We start. That POV through the woods, fast, we're thinking demon POV, zooming through the woods, mm -hmm. ending in a clearing where there's a lake and a dock and two people sitting on the lake. The camera zooms past the girl and we see that it is a drone camera and one of the <sighs> people on the dock is piloting it. Kind of a fun... Yeah, subverting expectations. Yes. So fun, drones. S drones are so fun. Drones are so fun. And uh, this is Teresa, and Caleb is the one uh, piloting the drone, and Teresa's mad at him, saying, you almost hit me. And are these, like, teenagers? I think they're, like, 22. <laughs> I don't know why I had to guess an exact age. Mm -hmm. sure, Early sure, sure. 20s. Okay. No. And... We learn that they are there with Teresa's, I think, cousin, Jessica, and Caleb is her boyfriend. And less people showed up to this uh, vacation than they um, planned. And so it's just okay. the three of them. And Jessica's really not feeling well. And she's inside and we don't know what's wrong with her. And so mm. this is Teresa with Jessica's boyfriend. And she's very irritated by him. Like, stop. She's reading her Withering Heights. Oh, reading Weathering Heights at the end of a dock sounds really nice. Mm. Does it sound womanhood. nice? <laughs> feminine urge to read Weathering Heights at the end. I've of never a dock. read it, and I did, and I this did make me spooky. feel like oh, it's a little spooky. It's yes, good. I remember liking it in high school. You guys so read a spooky, spooky book, and I didn't read it. I mean, it's not. It's kind of spooky, kind of horny, right? It's horny. I mean, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. All right, get it together, Sammy. <laughs> I gotta read it. Um, okay, so she is getting annoyed with Caleb. She goes inside, says, I'm going to go check on Jessica. We're immediately, we know what's wrong with Jessica. <laughs> and she's passed out on the bed. It's not looking good. Teresa's saying, Jessica, your boyfriend's being really annoying. Are you going to wake up? <laughs> she's like, can, wake up or what? can i leave can i take my car your car and leave like you guys mm -hmm. have two cars jessica's not responding she's just kind of moaning and a little bit laughing Ooh, and ooh, ooh, ooh. then she God, moaning oh moaning is such a bad sign moaning is like yeah you don't want to hear that really bad mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but moaning you know moaning feels really good when you feel bad, you know that yeah, you yeah, just, yeah. it's, it really helps. It but, somehow but helps. But if you feel bad enough to moan, it's yeah. really bad. Yeah. And it, it is, is in really this, bad. it is in this case for sure. So is Teresa like, are you possessed? Does it just, she just figures it out right away. Huh? She's reading, she's like reading in the room with Jessica to try to get away from Caleb. And then Jessica starts saying the words of Withering Heights out loud where she is reading and her voice doesn't sound like a voice it's like i i'd say he's saying let me in let me in and teresa's getting very scared 
and says, you're scaring me. We look and now Jessica's sitting up straight in the bed and then she collapses and falls off the bed. Teresa runs to her side. Jessica, are you okay? Jessica starts vomiting this like clear milky and she's on her back and she's like choking on it. We don't need full descriptions of the fluids. I think we do because there's four different kinds of vomits in this movie and I just (laughs) feel like I want to differentiate them. (laughs) <laughs> okay because i respect that they did four specific okay. kinds of uh, off the top milky i'm guessing is going to be my least favorite but i'll i'll wait i don't see. think it is oh! i don't think that stop, it is stop 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 okay <laughs> this is particularly mean to Hadley. <laughs> so mean this is so mean <laughs> we need a safe word <laughs> we need a safe word <laughs> What would you like it to be? If I need you to stop describing fluids, you need to listen to me. If I use a safe word, now you just take your headphones off. Oh, that's that's true. true. I'll just just do that. I'll just do that. I'll just do that. Fine. Yeah. Fine. That's what I did for Human Centipede, and it worked. (laughs) (laughs) You did do that. There you go. Uh, so Teresa runs to Jessica is trying to help her and it looks like Jessica dies and Teresa's got her head to her chest is like listening for her heartbeat and oh we see Jessica wake up looking very sinister and she grabs Teresa's ponytail little braid and scalps her rips her fucking <laughs> this is in the trailer wow you guys really weren't watching no i, I, I saw the scalp no 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 no. i, I saw the scalp watching. i saw the scalp there's a scalping in the trailer uh-huh. i couldn't believe they showed it in the trailer i mean it's I a red band, show someone still. dropping a scalp on the dock yes too, yeah so. that's coming up you're i mean logistically like does that work like can you just no, rip someone right your hair would all come out before your scalp it would leave certainly your wouldn't be as clean as it is in this it's like sure but like you're if somebody if you get pulled hard enough you, you might lose some skin. Oh, I think oh. so. Instead of having really weak hair, is that Ow. my hair would all break <laughs> That's why like you immediately? Bleach. Mine would all break right off at the root. It would just go. Shit, no my hair is so feel strong thing. and thick. <laughs> Healthy. Yeah, they would pull off your full your whole face if you just so much <laughs> pulled your face. Nothing but skull, baby. Nothing but skull. I'd be full. Uh, um, what's my favorite Julia from Hellraiser? Two, Julia, so, you would be Julia. You know, there'd be an upside. There'd be an upside. There would absolutely mm-hmm. be an upside. Drink some some Chardonnay and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> Put on my finest white suit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh. So. Then we go back out to the dock where Caleb is absolutely oblivious to everything going on inside. Teresa runs up, scalpless, blood pouring down her face. She runs out! Yeah, she's not dead. She's just sans scalp. (laughs) But that wouldn't kill you right away, right? No, I don't think eventually. Would you just lose enough blood? I kind of don't think that it would. I kind of uh, think you could oh survive God, it being scalped so bad. It would hurt so bad. It would really yeah. not feel good, but I don't think no. it's fatal. Ooh, 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 ooh. Do you think it would feel like, because um, it's just bone, right? I'm sure there's yeah. some tissue. Like, ooh, but so, do you, you You know when like, when like, um, like a tooth is like a, a like nerve what? exposed in a tooth? Like Ow. that specific no, pain? No, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be that bad. It'd, be like it'd be that bad? It wouldn't be that bad if you scalped <laughs> wouldn't be no, as no, bad no, 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 no. this is my point this is my point i think it would be worse i think it would be worse to have it like all your teeth bad. ripped out than to be scalped okay i'm not talking about having your teeth ripped out i'm Should talking about the one sensation nerve. of an exposed to you know that like tooth that specific like how a bone is exposed tooth feeling but your whole head 
Why are there? Do, are there? <laughs> would it just be? Would it just be nerves exposed, or would your nerves be disconnected? Do you have nerves on your head? Like, <laughs> you definitely do. Are they attached to the skin, or are they attached to the skull? Because I feel like they're not. If it's just bone, no more nerves, right? I, I you know, yeah, that's a good question. Maybe it's painless. It's probably painless. It sounds painless to me. Ah, okay. So she's so okay. So she's she runs, she's, to, she Caleb. runs to Caleb. Caleb immediately terrified. We see Jessica coming on their tails. <laughs> she she drops the scalp, the hair, and the scalp on the dock. Ah, uh, and uh, she grabs the drone out of the air for some reason and uses it sure. and like pushes it. Uh, onto her own face slicing her own face up this is jessica now oh shit and it knocks her, the force of that knocks her into the water jesus caleb Christ. poor dumb caleb jumps in after her to save her uh-huh and caleb. we just see an explosion of blood in the water caleb's head Great. is tossed out onto the dock oh shit Great. okay and jessica levitates out of the water how i <laughs> levitate around my apartment yes <laughs> Yes. And as she's levitating, it's the background of this of this thing right now. We can't see it at the moment, yeah, but she can't really see it. She's levitating out and <clears throat> Evil Dead Rise levitates from behind so the mountains. Fun. It's like one of the coolest title cards ever. It's a really, really sick title card. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, and then we get a little Chiron says Ooh, that gives me chills one day earlier. Oh, interesting. That's okay. Fun. Going back in time and we're at like a punk club, a good old punk club. Awesome. And awesome. we meet our protagonist Beth. She is taking a pregnancy test in the bathroom and at a punk club? At a at a freaking punk show. She's That's a guitar no tech. Uh so she like tunes the instruments for the bands and I think and she is pregnant and seems like uh, this was a surprise and mm -hmm. uh, mm. she doesn't know what to do about it. We cut to a high rise building in L.A. and we meet our uh, main antagonist, I guess. God, she's so good. This is Alyssa Sutherland. She is dyeing her hair bright red. She is. You know what word I just learned? Hmm. Deuteragonist, which oh. is of the the character in the movie who uh, like aids and assists the protagonist, who's like storyline. Mm. So it's basically your our secondary protagonist, but there's a word and it's deuteragonist. Wow, what a word! So I didn't know that. I think, Never heard I think, that before. I think there's tritagonist too, which is like your tertiary Probably. protagonist. Why not? Impressive. Quad tagonist so, too. Is this our deuteragonist? <laughs> I don't know because she's not really. <laughs> In cahoots with our protagonist sure, okay. for most. What of movie the film. was this that I th it was? Com oh, oh, the Titanic. <laughs> oh, shut up! Really? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Jack Dawson is the deuteragonist <clears throat> in the movie Titanic to uh, Kate Winslet's protagonist. Anyway, yeah. Uh, okay, so we meet. We meet. Uh, her name is Ellie. She is dyeing her hair red and like sharpening a tattoo gun. I was watching it like, what is she doing? I'm sure oh, they, my God, I'm sure it's not that, but something with a tattoo gun. And this, we get like a lot of planted weapons for later. Mm, mm -hmm. And I don't feel like a tattoo gun would be that effective of a weapon. No, but we know that it's not going to be good. You know, 
Mm-hmm. It's sure. like as an audience member, I'm like, well, that's coming back for sure. And yeah. she has three kids. Uh, we have Danny, who's the oldest. He's, I'd say, probably like 17, basically an adult. So not. Is this the kid from something else? Or- I don't recognize any of them. He's the one, one that finds looks- the book in the trailer, right? Yeah. One of the kids I didn't looks recogni- familiar. I didn't recognize him. And he's he's playing his LCD sound system, like doing some DJing with it. And so that's his thing. And then there's Bridget, who I think looks exactly like Selena Gomez. She's probably 15. Oh, yeah. She's like making her signs for her protests. That's her vibe. Mm, great. And then we have Cassie, who's the Gen youngest. Z, man. Yeah. Is it even Gen Z or is that another? I don't know. They it might, might be, be Gen Z. It might still be. Gen- yeah, I think it is. I think it is Gen Z. 15? 15 is Gen Z. Yeah. Maybe Cassie's a different generation. It's hard to keep track. She's probably like 10. I mean, I wrote eight just because all kids are eight, but. Of course. I don't think she's eight. I think she's a little older. And she is cutting the head off a little baby doll and putting it on a wooden like stick thing. And she says she's building this thing called, um, her her name is Staffney. Oh. oh, so she has a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. So she's funny. Oh, the doll's name is <laughs> Staff. Yes, because yes, she's on a little like, staff. So it's a little staff. Little... Got it. I was like, a child, a woman named her child Staff. Sorry, no, this got it, is got the it, little girl's it. name is Cassie. Cassie. And so uh, Beth comes over to this house, and Beth is who we saw is, is just found out she's pregnant. And we find out Beth and Ellie are sisters. And. So she's the aunt to all these kids and she like comes up to the door and she's saying surprise sis and Ellie says you look you look just like mom right now and they were like really ham I feel like there was like so many lines to be like they're sisters they're sisters mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. they call each mm-hmm. other sis a lot both of you have sisters have you ever called your sister sis Never Nobody ever once. says sis and they say it a no, lot one <laughs> yeah, I don't sis. think people say sis no. No, I really don't think I literally ever have. No, it was once. in the trailer. There's a part where she's like, what's up, sis? It's like, no. I would love to for people to sound off and let us know if they've if anybody has ever used that. Because I feel like it could be one of those things that is literally only in movies. Yeah. I've never heard anybody say it in real life. Uh, but because it feels like the line of like, you look just like mom is enough to let us know that they're sisters. But they mm-hmm. were enough to let us know. I just watched. um the Firm last night Ooh, for the yes. first time. Incredible film. And um, they do a great job of establishing who Tom's brother is. They are having a conversation and he goes, you talked to mom lately? And it's like, that's all we need. Right. That's all we need. And I will say there is a lot in this first act that feels inc- incredibly unnatural, which isn't necessarily, you know, a deal breaker in an Evil Dead movie. I don't think that. It's, it's a setup to a horror movie. Like it's, you know. Yeah, but these fine. people are not talking like regular people. Uh, and there's a, a, a constant reference to Beth as a groupie. Ellie calls her a groupie and she's like, I'm a guitar tech, which again, like feels like a, a weird little, I think it's like a roadie, right? I mean, a roadie or like, a, a she works th- the sound booth, like levels. Yeah. I mean, I, a roadie is probably closer to what she is, but it's, yeah. it's like, an insult to call her a group she's like gets very annoyed yeah. when they're saying it and that's a running thing for some reason that i feel like liking music is embarrassing 
<laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, good. And finally, we're seeing that represented the on screen. Is mirroring yes. here. The, the culture yes. is mirroring here. The culture is picking up on it. Who presumably is the hero of this story, if I am to <laughs> gather correctly, a music hater. Right. We love to see it. Um, so Beth is... Uh, we learn that she hasn't really been around very much for Ellie and her kids or that there's just some distance between them. She is just now finding out that this building that she's in is condemned and Ellie and her kids are going to have to find a new place to live. And she's like, oh, oh my Jesus. God, I didn't like, no, I'm so sorry. And she's bringing them all gifts and she brings a gift for their dad. And it's like a urinal mug because I guess she doesn't like him, which is kind of funny. And she's like, and I got this for your dad. And everyone is like completely silent <laughs> she uh realizes something is wrong and ellie sends the kids out to go get pizza says go get pizza kids and then tells beth uh their dad has left the family and there's not re really any mm. explanation why but it seems like it's somewhat recent beth says why didn't you tell me ellie says i did i called you twice we see her listening to her voicemails and she's like, shit, when I'm on the road, I like I'm so bad at listening to my voicemails. I'm so sorry. No one listens to voicemails. Also, I really never do. I absolutely I never do. Absolutely. I'm never really, do. really bad at it. You know what I'm also bad at is is like voice notes. I feel like people get have started to do more leaving voice mm -hmm. notes. And it's just hard for me to make sure I'm like in a place where I can hear it. It's much easier to leave a voice note than to receive a voice note. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So so we all understand where Beth where Beth's coming from here. Yeah. And the kids are go out and get the pizza, and as they're coming back into the uh, parking lot, uh, there is an earthquake. Just oh no, a really scary place to be in like the bottom floor of a high rise building for an earthquake. Yeah. It's like Ooh, yeah. very scary. And the l ground is literally breaking apart beneath them. Oh, God. And they, they're they like, you know, going for cover. And then it, it passes. Um, but it's scary. And upstairs, Ellie and Beth are freaked out because they don't know where the kids are. They run out into the hallway and we meet some other neighbors come out of their houses and are just saying, is everybody okay? And one of the neighbors says he can't find his cat. And he says that the cat is always uh. up in like the vents of the building, which we hate a, a, a cat being planted here in the yeah. first act. Um, and she basically. But we don't mind the kids. The kids being planted. That's fine. I literally <laughs> don't. Mind. I really no. don't. I'm sorry, Henley. It's like just a. I'm much more concerned about the truth cat. Truth I, I am. It is. It's just. It's that's my truth, and I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I like don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um. So they are about to. Uh. Or yeah, they're kind of all checking in with each other. We go back down into the parking garage, which is at the bottom of this building. And Danny finds a hole in the ground. The the earth has split open to reveal Jesus. a level below, a stand-in for a basement. There's usually a basement mm. in an Evil Dead movie. And just fucking hops right inside. He's like, ooh, a little, mm. a little surprise uh, extra room down here. 
And teenagers are stupid. This also aftershocks, baby. Don't get down says that. Bridget says that. Bridget's like, Danny, stop aftershocks. Like, what are you thinking? And Danny doesn't care. Danny goes in. We had learned earlier that this building used to be a bank before it became apartments. And so this is like a vault area. And so there's all these safes and like safe safety deposit boxes. And there's a jump scare where like Jesus statue for some reason is down there and like falls at him. I only in saying that right now, I was like, why is there Jesus statue in this (laughs) bank vault? Uh, And he finds in one of the drawers or whatever, the boxes, some records. And because he's a DJ, he takes those. Uh. And then he finds a the nasty book and made of human skin, made of human skin. And he opens it and it's covered in cockroaches and they all fly in his face. It's very gross. But and this is my biggest complaint about this movie. These are CGI cockroaches. And there's Mm. a lot of CGI in this movie. And I don't think that there needed to be. And I feel Mm. like what makes Evil Dead so great is right. the practical effects and it really bummed me out to see so much cg in these movies uh in this movie because like put some fucking yeah, real cockroaches yeah. on there they don't have to fly in his face they can just be crawling around and that's nasty enough yeah who was it that actually like put a cockroach in their mouth Nicholas for, Cage for-, for vampire's kiss absolute legend <laughs> <laughs> Absolute legend. You think you would never convince him to do for a CG cockroach? You'd be like, no. "Give me a bug. I'm putting it in my mouth." Although Renfield, yeah. I mean, you never know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So that's my complaint. That's fantastic. And he's so he, there's one, one that scene. Renfield there's one scene in Renfield that that's worth the price of admission. <laughs> absolutely makes the whole thing worthwhile. One scene and only one scene. Anyway, continuing. So the kids take the take their or basically Danny takes these discoveries back up with them upstairs to take the elevator back up to the top, just as Ellie and Beth are uh, like getting ready to go find them. They, they come back and uh, I'll reunite. And Oh my God, that was so scary. We're all hugging. Thank God. Everybody's okay. Come inside. So we're all getting ready now for, for bed. This is nighttime. And Bridget again is telling Danny, you need to put that book back. This is not right. This is creepy. I don't like this. He's trying to open it. It has these like gross, nasty teeth. A bunch of cockroaches came out of it. Like, yeah, this is a bad yeah, get thing. Away. Danny get away. is not deterred. He's trying to get in there and he pricks his finger on one of the little teeth of the book. Oh, here we go. And drips blood on it and that opens it up and the little claws open of oh. the book. It like absorbs like, like it drinks up his blood. Bad sign. And it's filled with nasty drawings and pictures. Bridget is like, no, 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 I don't like this. Danny, get rid of this. And Danny says, mom's not going to let us leave here tonight. And she's like, okay, first thing in the morning, put it back. We know we're not making it till morning. Uh, She leaves his room and he pulls out the records and he starts playing them on his little turntable. But he has a different size turntable because he's a DJ. So he has to like spin it extra fast so that he can hear it. So it's not just like, there's some really cool sound design in this part where... It's like changing the speed of this record. I liked it. And Mm. there's a Bruce Campbell voice cameo (gasps) on this record. So the first one, it's basically, I think, a priest talking about having found the book and documenting his experience with the book. And 
he listens to that first record and there's three records and, he, and then he puts on the second record and it gets to the part where the priest is like, okay, now I'm going to read the text from this book. And it's like, Conda. <laughs> <laughs> no. And to his credit, Danny immediately tries to stop it. He's like, no, fuck this. And he can't. It can he can't make, get it to mm, stop too late. it now. Cats out of the bag, baby. It now is going on its own. He's not touching it. And it's like the speakers are uh. vibrating. Estrada. Uh and Uh-oh. Ellie at this point is doing laundry. And so she's in uh, the elevator also like uh, she's coming back up to their floor from doing laundry and we're just cutting back and forth between him reading this or this this record playing this bad <laughs> uh, summoning sounding text and we get again the little POV shot zooming down the hallway as the elevator doors open and it seems like it gets in there with Ellie and knocks her back sparks fly the elevator doors close she's scared she's pressing the buttons trying to get out and we know that there's a presence in there with her now Mm. and she's looking around and we get this like close-up shot on her face this fucking demon rips her earring out it oh ah, what a dick rude rude (laughs) that's really rude and then the cables like wires from the elevator are shooting out and wrapping around her arms, digging into her and pulling her apart. Like the tree rape scene that we remember from previous ones. Yeah. It feels familiar. It doesn't go full there. It's just, she's like being, uh, lifted and like digging into her arms and she's like screaming and then Mm. she's dropped and the power goes out. And we see the, kids and Beth inside all coming together like oh power's out it seems like it's just our building I don't know what's going on they're trying to use their cell phones cell phones aren't working and in comes Ellie looking possessed Mm. as hell Mm -hmm. (laughs) just strutting in and she goes straight to that stovetop and turns it on and starts throwing eggs into like a cast iron pan (laughs) not supposed to cook eggs in cast iron Ah, oh, huh. didn't know. Yeah, I've I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> oh. And this is where Beth comes in and says, "What's up, sis?" They've called each other sis a couple times at this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's smashing the eggs into the pan, and she says, "I had the most beautiful dream." <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. I cut all of your heads off and I climbed inside of your bodies and we were together forever. And everyone's obviously very scared. And mm-hmm. she drops the pan on the floor and she's coming towards them and she ha- she kind of gets a look of panic. We know sometimes there's little moments where they seem like themselves and they like come back and when yeah. they're not. And she looks at Beth and she says, it's in me. And then she drops to the floor and she crawls towards them and she vomits. This again, Milky. <gasps> <Okay>. Milky but chunky. <laughs> so and so much, way more than Jessica. This is like, mm, I don't know, 10 Gross. gallons, maybe 10 gallons. It's a lot. It's really a lot. And That's so gross. projectile. And then she she says one more 
to to Beth, she says, "Don't let it take my babies," and she collapses. Looks like she dies. That's the oh, that is the other no. kind of keystone of the Evil Dead franchise is the possessed people coming back to life and like you seeing kind of like hints of them, and that makes it so much worse, mm-hmm. so much worse to know that like the real person is still in there somewhere. Ugh. Yeah. So they, uh, I guess Beth, I think gets like some of the neighbors to help her. Or no, I think Danny's helping her. They're like trying to get her to the elevator to try to take her down. The elevator's shot because the power's out. They open the stairs mm-hmm. and the stairs have been basically demolished in this earthquake. So the stairs are inaccessible. Like there's no getting out of this. Uh, and they're on like the 13th floor, 15th floor, they're up there. And there's mention of there being a fire escape somewhere, but they're not sure whose apartment you have to get to. And I don't know. They don't try it at first. I can't. It does not feel like a super reliable fire escape. Right. Like, shouldn't there be fire escapes in everybody's apartments? All over. Yeah. Uh, But so basically they're trapped here. And so they move Ellie into a bed and Beth is really panicking. She's saying, you know, you're the older sister. You always knew what to do, sis. (laughs) And uh, she's like, I don't even know what to tell your kids right now, as if anybody would, obviously. And she's looking at, I mean, and they've now like taken her pull. She's dead. Ellie is dead. Oh, and so she's Jesus. uh, like trying to wrap her head around. I have to tell her kids that she's dead. What the fuck do I do? The neighbors are in there with her, like trying to help her through it. But then they leave and it's just her and Ellie and Ellie's eyes keep opening with this like sound effect of like, <gasps> oh. <laughs> Ooh, oh. is Beth seeing it? Yes. But it's like, is this a normal thing that corpses do? Like, cause they like keep trying to like close <laughs> the eyes and they just like keep and then but then her eyes shift to look at beth and beth's phone rings and it's ellie and she says like i'm i'm burning i'm burning i'm burning i'm burning like (gasps) screaming through the phone and then the phone shatters and then ellie sits up in bed back to life beth is shocked and like rushes to her side like ellie 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 and touches her and she's she's boiling hot and she thinks as if she has a fever, not like she's in hell. Not burning and burning and burning. She's in hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they rush. She rushes her back into the apartment with the kids and like, we need to run an ice bath. And they get her in the bath. The water is like sizzling immediately. They're like, we need ice cubes. We need ice cubes. Get her, get her in here. And they're trying to cool her down. And as she's in the water, she like flies up and wedges herself in the like roof of the like above the bathtub and bad fever it's a really bad fever (laughs) and lets out that huge scream that i just didn't find scary at all i'm sorry to say (laughs) uh but it shatters the windows it makes the the bath water Boil. I bet if you were in the room, it would be pretty scary. Yeah, but I feel like in terms of filmmaking, like they should have, I should have felt it from their point of view, like hearing their ears ringing right. or something and then make like part of the next scene, like hard, like muffled and like hard to hear. And then like, so then it would make it feel yeah. more like I'm experiencing, experiencing what it would feel like to hear a noise that loud. But you right. don't. Right, right, you right. Don't. 
Uh, so she screams and then the, the mirrors shatter and she collapses into the bathtub and they're all watching in fear. And then her little hands come across the little bathtub and one of them says, mom. And she goes, mommy's with the maggots now. <laughs> okay. So we got the line. Wait, who did that? That just sounded like Dr. Evil. <laughs> mommy's with the maggots Mommy's with the maggots. Mommy's with the complete me. Mommy's with the maggots now. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit like that. And then she crawls out of the bathtub and she grabs one of the broken shards of glass and is wielding it as a weapon. We don't like that. She attacks Beth and stabs her through the palm as Beth mm. is trying to defend Ugh. herself. Bridget calls out like to distract her, like, stop, mom, what's happening to you? Ellie drops the glass and turns back at her. This is, I think this is my favorite part in the movie. And she says, she turns, I don't know why I feel like oh my, I she's going to do it. She's going to do it. She's, she's, turned, she's turned around and she like looks over her shoulder and she goes, I'm free now. Free from all you titty sucking parasites. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then she launches at Bridget and she grabs that tattoo gun. We knew it was coming back. And she's she holds it like right close to Bridget's eye. It's almost going to be okay, in her that's eye. That's how you would do some damage. That's how you would do some yeah, damage. Yeah, almost gets it. But then, I don't know, Bridget like pushes her arm away and she starts tattooing herself and like slicing into her own cheek <laughs> ew, with it. Ew, ew, ew. And then slicing into Bridget's cheek with it. And we know that this demon is like bloodborne. <laughs> or at least right. like... Passed by fluids. <laughs> yes. We know that from previous Ugh. films, so it's not looking good for Bridget now. So Bridget has now been sliced oh, with a gun fuck. with Ellie's blood on it. She pulls away. They, like, all get the the three kids and Beth get to, like, a part of the uh, room, and Ellie's looking at them, and she's trying to decide who to attack next, and she goes... <laughs> she's doing eeny, meeny, miny, mo on them, like, who's going to be next? And she goes... Eeny, meeny, miny. <laughs> and as she decides, I think, on Cassie, the youngest, the neighbor comes in. He must have heard something. And she Mo. gets distracted and goes for him. Yeah, Mo. And runs out into the hallway, attacks him, bites his eye out, like full, like Ew. full, puts her mouth over his eye and rips his like eye out you wouldn't be able to get in there no no the no socket it's too deep you could get some probably you could you could bite <laughs> some eye off no. but i don't think you could bite she it gets out full eyeball but yeah she wouldn't be able to do that she wouldn't be able to do that and so it's not scary to me <laughs> mm, unrealistic this part of the movie is unrealistic uh so she's got an eyeball in her mouth now and she's choking <laughs> on it or does it have, is it just the clean ball? No, it has or the retina. The yeah, danglies. Stuff but like kind of in a, in a funny way, you know, kind of cartoony. In a funny in way. In a funny way. And she's choking on it and she spits it out and it launches across the room into another guy's mouth. Ew. And now he's choking <laughs> on it and I think he dies. And basically they inside like slam the door on her, lock it. Chain on it, and so now we're watching through the peephole 
as she makes quick work out of basically everybody that's in mm. the hallway, which is a very fun mm-hmm. little scene. It's like a fisheye. Oh, oh, they lock her out of their apartment. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought they locked her into somebody else's apartment oh, and no. just let her fucking no, kill No, she's in the hallway no. and there's some neighbors that had come out. And so we're now just witnessing the Uh-oh. carnage through this. And this is about peephole. the dangers of being a peeping Tom. That's right. Hey, keep to your own business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this scene's kind of funny. We're just seeing like her moving back and forth as... One guy comes out and tries to shoot her and then she gets the gun and shoots him and someone like, I don't know, there's a, sorry, a child that comes out. She kills that child. Mm-hmm. Pretty uh, uns- unceremoniously. The cat, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> the cat's okay. The, the cat's, cat's living okay. in the vents. The vents the safest place to be right now. Yes. And it's true. And now as our core family is inside, Bridget says, this is because of the fucking book, Danny. This is because of the book. This is because <laughs> yeah. of you. She knows it. Beth says, what are you talking about? So Danny takes Beth to his room to show her the book. Bridget and Cassie are in the living room and Bridget's cut is looking pretty nasty. It's starting to like turn black and veiny. And and Cassie says, like, are you okay, Bridget? And she says, I'm fine. And gets up and walks into the kitchen. Uh, she's not not fine we suspect and we see beth looking at the book with danny being like yeah this is pretty 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 bad bad book book and probably could be could be the source of our problems uh (laughs) we go to bridget in the Uh, kitchen who she's trying to drink some water or something and is look oh she's like looking at the cut on her face and the veins around it are spreading like spider webbing across her face like it's looking very bad and then her nose starts pouring blood well great it's like black so it's almost like a tar tarry this like a billy eilish music video except fucking cgi again and billy eilish did it practically she did it for real. She did it for real. She Take did it for a, real. There's literally a, a blueprint of how to do this. I think it is blue mm-hmm. in that video. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it is. It's a great video. She's like, so cool. Why do you have to do CGI nosebleed? That the I was getting really annoyed with the with the CGI. I feel like, mm. come on, mm. you can mm. do a fucking nosebleed practical. Mm-hmm. So her nose mm. is pouring blood, then her ears start pouring, or whatever it is, like whatever ooh. this black tarry substance is coming out of her eyes ooh, now. Ooh, ooh. Fully Billie Eilish. And she starts like trying to drink water as if that would maybe help somehow. (laughs) She's just dehydrated. That's so funny. Because that is what I, you, you, the first thing you say, I don't feel allowed to drink water. I'm so dehydrated. Try it. (laughs) But then as she takes a sip, she starts like going and she vomits. And if she oh, vomits out like dirt. worms and dirt, it's just okay. Worms and dirt. For some reason, that doesn't bother me as much. No, okay. So this is the one I that I why. thought would be the gross one. It's like nasty fucking worms and like I don't know. Milky still sounds worse. Yeah. To me. Ugh, ew. I've thrown up Milky. I've never no. thrown up worms and dirt. Yeah, I think that's probably why. It's because it sounds outrageous. Sure, and and it's CGI, and it also <laughs> sounds. I bet I'm wrong, but it sounds dry. No, it's wet. Oh, it's wet. Worms and and mud. We're talking mud. Worms and mud, excuse me. It's a little bit worse, but even still. Still doesn't bother me as much. 
It doesn't bother me as much. No. Wow. Fucking badass. I mean, like, campy graveyard throw up doesn't bother me. Real throw up bothers me. (sighs) Even real throw up doesn't bother me. It's so gross. I hate it so much, you guys. I hate it so much. Uh, so she just vomited up, vomited up a bunch oh, of worms. Right. Yes, we can move on. We can <laughs> mud move and worms, that. mud and worms, mud and worms. Nobody, saw, nobody it. saw it. She's mm. in the kitchen alone. And so we have, we have to recap. We have Danny and Beth in Danny's room looking at the book. Cassie's in the living room by herself. Uh, Bridget is in the kitchen Uh-oh. by herself. And mom is now in the hallway, locked out locked with out. a bunch mm-hmm. of corpses basically and so we hear mom start singing a little lullaby that is luring cassie towards the door uh they've put like a um cabinet in front of the door so cassie climbs on top of that so she can look out through the peephole and she's looking at mom and and ellie can like sense her presence and says oh there you are and i also want to just really emphasize Alyssa Sutherland is so fucking good at being a deadite. She's her bone structure was like made for horror movies, you know, Mm -hmm. it's absolutely Mm -hmm. incredible. Mm -hmm. She's she looks so good. She's up and like in a little fisheye lens, like in the people now looking at Cassie being like, open up now. And Cassie's saying, you don't look so good, mom. She's saying nothing about. Big old kiss from you wouldn't fix. And she's she's trying to like trick her into opening the door. And she says, your dad and I got back together. He's here. Like, just open the door. And daddy's here. And like, we can all be a family again. Oh, Which like, Christ. in saying it, it's like very mean. But at the time, I was laughing. Because <laughs> 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 I like when the, de- the deadites play some little pranks. That's fun for me. And yeah. Cassie... Mm is slowly getting tricked by this, thinking she's seeming more normal, and she reaches to unlock the door, and right as she does, Ellie's arm bursts through, grabs Cassie by the throat, but uh, Beth and Danny hear the commotion, they all, like, run, and they're able to push Ellie's arm back out, lock the door again, and now Ellie's banging on the door, and she's saying, open the door, open the door, and she says, open the door like you opened your legs, you stupid groupie whore, which again, Whoa. this groupie thing, and and Beth says, I'm not a groupie, you dumb bitch, I don't, there's like these lines that are kind of funny, but also like, what? <laughs> Why are we really hammering <laughs> home this groupie thing? It just feels like there are other things to be dealing with yeah. right now. And uh, so they've gotten the door locked again. And Danny, she like tells Danny, go take Cassie to her room. And then Beth hears a noise in the kitchen. We know that's where Bridget oh is. And these are kind of metal clanking noises. And some of us know that there's a cheese oh 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 coming up. And oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> and kitchens are where cheese graters are located. Ah! OK. All right. We get it. What if you were leading up to. Have it not be the cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> this is a misdirect. Yeah. I, I fear it's not. So she wa- Beth walks into the kitchen and Bridget is crouched on the counter like a little Zoidberg. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and crunching away on something. We're hearing like chewing no. bad crunching noises. And Beth says, Bridget, what's going on? And Bridget turns around and... And looks 
possessed like a deadite. Her eyes are like this bright copper color. Her face is like, I'm sorry, it's so CGI. Like it looks bad. Mm. Mm. And I feel like Ellie is also CGI, but hers looks very good for some reason. Maybe it's more practical. I can't quite tell. But something about Bridget in particular looked bad to me. Mm. And Mm. uh, she turns slowly around and she's chewing, biting off chunks of a wine glass just chewing oh. on it and we see as she's swallowing it it like pokes <gasps> through the skin oh. of her neck it's Damn. like almost tearing through you see the shapes of like shards oh. of glass as she's swallowing them oh no does our th- throat go all the way to the edges of our neck <laughs> <laughs> like the esophagus. I mean, the I Adam's apple yeah, really like, gets like, in the way, right? But like, I'm feeling uh, like on the sides right now. Like when you swallow, I, would it? I don't know if it would get that far. Poke out well, because it could it have cut like through it, for the esophagus, so it might not be contained. It just feels to like the there's a lot, throat there's a lot area. in the way. There's a lot in the way. Like, like, uh, like I'm picturing like if our throats were like a snake body, where like what you eat could just like mm-hmm. move mm-hmm. through. I feel like it's not. My in my mind's eye, <laughs> it's s- much smaller, and then around it, there's like muscle and stuff because it has to keep your head up. You know, heads are heavy. Yeah, I bet you're right. And I'm talking about a head. This this part, <laughs> if you didn't uh-huh. know what I was referencing, I needed point. to point. To Where's it. the head? Emily, show us the head up above the neck, <laughs> which is muscle. I think I think you found a, a huge um, logical fallacy here, which is that yeah, you would not be able to see the it glass. It took me right out of it. Took me right out of it. Took me right out of it too when you're saying that. I was like, no way would this happen. <laughs> I'm just, I am just curious is all. Okay, but that would, I mean, that's bad. It's bad. Beth is like, what's going on, Bridget? And Bridget says, with a big smile on her face, I gotta kill the creepy crawlies that are crawling around in my tummy. So we <laughs> saw her Evil's again, Doctor Evil. Very. Da- <laughs> I gotta kill. Okay, wait. It's like maybe a little deeper. I gotta kill the creepy crawlies. I gotta kill the creepy crawlies. It's maybe more like that. I gotta kill the creepy crawlies. Oh, that's yeah. That's that scary. That's scary. In my tummy. <laughs> yeah okay that's scary no that was I. that changed it for me that was scarier and she says I don't like having things inside my tummy do you Auntie Beth and we know Auntie Beth's pregnant so this is uh, Auntie Beth's like mm-hmm. uh, 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 and then she and babies live in tummies babies live mm-hmm. in tummies and she lunges at Beth and knocks her over and she's thrown basically everything from inside the cupboards out in her search for her wine glass to eat it seems and so all of the kitchen <laughs> utensils are all over the floor and Beth, I think, grabs the cheese grater and uses it like she's going to hit Bridget with it. Bridget catches it. Mm-hmm. Is it? It's one of those um, like, like cowbell shaped yes. ones. Yeah, like it's metal, all sides. All sides Three, 360. Like a, yeah, little cube, rectangly yep. cube <laughs> shape. And slams it down on her calf. Okay. And drags it, <gasps> and we see Beth screaming, and it doesn't show it at first, but then it shows the aftermath of her leg just being torn up. Ooh. Again, ooh, though, CGI, ooh, CGI. Because I, I didn't okay. see the first time, okay. and it was worse when I didn't see it, and I was going, ooh, ew, ew, Yeah, ew, you were ew. imagining it. And then it. when I saw it, I was like, oh, it looks kind of shitty. <laughs> okay. Uh, Did you see the, like, um, nope. 
that's skin what shards? you should have. And no. it's like there's they, there's the capability to do to do that, and mm-hmm. you should be doing that if you're gonna go there. Fucking go there, right? Mm. Uh, yeah, that's my two cents. So, sure. Uh, Beth gets away, and and Bridget is chasing her I- into the room. Cap's not the worst place. I feel like all sudden, yeah, done. true. I, that was my first thought too. I was like, calf. Okay, I can handle a calf. Can handle yeah. it. Even like, ooh, ooh, I just, well, I don't know why my brain just said, but I was like, shin would even be ooh, worse than shin is way up worse. against the bone. Anything closer you know? to the bone is worse. Yeah, yeah. Also, I'm thinking about uh, this, all the use of the CGI. I'm wondering if like they couldn't film as much because they're kids, like they couldn't work as long of hours. So they had to kind of oh, like, oh, that's a good, but it's it her, but it's Beth that gets the injury. And so we could have gotten some close ups yeah. on that calf with like skin. It fucking peeling off <laughs> that just reminds me did you guys used to when you like were first shaving your legs did you used to cut yourself like all the time yeah and remember i started using a they're called safety razors which is a misnomer yeah, not, good, not good uh because it's basically a misnomer <laughs> it's for just sure a straight razor literally blade. just a razor yeah and i would cut myself a lot with those yeah. as well i used to i, I feel like i still have a scar on my shin from like t- just taking a chunk out <laughs> i wouldn't cut myself because i was all about that skin to it baby i was totally I one, you know targeted so hard by that shaving little, it was cream a pricey but i love the shaving cream kept you from cutting yourself yeah. wait i'm sorry explain this yeah the shaving cream kept me from cutting myself it's like a little lubricant did it not work? Well, I mean, I use shaving cream. I'm not an animal. What are you talking I about? I mean, I don't use shaving cream anymore. No, I use soap. I haven't used, sh- I haven't used shaving cream in like de- a decade. You still use shaving cream? You don't? No. <laughs> no. No, I use soap. No. Just like body wash. Yeah, I use body wash. That doesn't make your skin irritated. It makes my skin irritated. I get red bumps. <laughs> Let's you break know, the stone. <laughs> no, I just said, you know, I'm, I'm interested because I don't know I don't know why I don't even really ever even think about it as an option anymore when it was so like luxurious at the time and mm-hmm. I'm I feel like I'm at a po- point in my life where and I can live a little life of luxury here and there mm-hmm. and yeah I just I like it makes my skin I don't know why I haven't thought about like it even. irritated if I don't if I don't use shaving cream I, in a pinch I'll do a, I'll do soap and it, I you know it's never a good idea I I haven't used it in so 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 long. I actually find it to be a nuisance. Do adults not use shaving cream? I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Tim does to shave, but but that's a face. I find it to be like, I find it to be kind of annoying. Like it takes up space, takes up valuable space. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I I don't I don't think I really need it. Also, I I mean, I don't shave my legs that often. Let's be real. Sure, Um, sure. Yeah, that's kind of a rare thing. And it's been winter. It's Nobody been winter. Legs in winter. Mm-hmm. It's been mm-hmm. winter. Um. Wow. I'm fascinated. I'm gonna buy by some this. shaving cream after this. I feel inspired. It's like ins- inspired. I use I use the um uh the Aveeno sensitive skin unscented. Okay. So you're not buying like raspberry crush from Skin to Mint. I'm not buying raspberry crush. I do have annoyingly <laughs> sensitive skin. Like anything scented is tr- is troublesome and. Uh, and then, and then, no shaving cream is also troublesome. I'm, I'm amazed by your legs' ability to just be shaved. Well, it could be just be like permanently irritated too, and I just haven't been dealing with that for I also don't know. years. It's very interesting. Anyway, okay, so this is very interesting, and I, I, I think the listeners would agree. I think the listeners would agree. I didn't see the cheese grater part taking us here down this road. But I'm glad that it did. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. 
Huge. But so uh, Bridget now chases Beth into the room where Danny and Cassie are and lunges at them. And Cassie holds up Staphne, which is oh, just, a, which is just, just a, a doll head wood, on a stick. A wood, yeah, stick and impales. Basically like one of those horse things, but just a doll head instead of a horse head. Yes. Horse thing. I said yes, and I don't know what you mean. <laughs> like, 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 you <laughs> well, like, like, kids, kids ride, ride they pretend them. to ride a horse, and it's oh, a horse yeah, yeah, on a yeah, broomstick, yeah. basically. Yes, but it, the yeah. end has been broken, so it's sharp on the end, because they were oh. horse playing earlier, and uh, so it's basically a, um, you know, a weapon, and Bridget falls right onto it or something something she's Whoa. impaled like through the mouth comes oh, out I the back of her head that. and everyone stops freezes is that is she dead what's going to happen and she grabs onto it <laughs> and pulls, it, pulls it out of course and then she turns her attention back to beth as if she's coming for her and then she collapses lifeless but you never know with these but Ellie mm-hmm. was dead before. Yeah. So you never know. We don't know what the rules are, like how they actually die. I know. I do not remember how you kill a dead egg. You you have to chop them up. Well, in the burn fourth them one, yeah, there were... Bury them alive? There were either chop them up... Or like cut their head off? Burn them. But bury impale them doesn't seem like ones. enough. Yep. Correct. So Danny now wraps her in a sheet and ties her up just in case. Smart. Puts her in the room, closes the door. They leave her in there. Are they like dealing with the trauma that this was their sister or were we are in crisis mode? Nah, everyone's in crisis yeah. mode. Crisis okay. mode. Yeah. Beth is Beth says she's going to listen to the last record because there's three records. We've only listened to two. She's like, maybe there'll be something on the third one of how to stop this. I mean, I guess optimist. <laughs> always the optimist, Beth. And uh, so she goes into Danny's room, closes the door behind her. She puts on the headphones so that they can't hear it. So she's now listening to the third record on her own. And we see outside in the hallway, Ellie hears that cat meowing in the vents. Oh, no. She looks up. Here it is. Big smile on her face. What does the cat look like? What does it look it's like? It's orange fluffy cat. God fucking damn it. It's a cutie, <laughs> an absolute cutie. And then we hear her get up in the vents and she's crawling around and Danny and Cassie can hear it too. And it's now in their (gasps) house. The vents go through this goddamn cat building letter to them. So Mm -hmm. Danny and Cassie are walking around the apartment, like hearing it and following it, trying to see where she is. And we see Bridget following them wrapped in her like bloody (gasps) sheet. So she's behind them. And they're preoccupied following the noise so we just see her lurking in the background but she's eventually like walking yeah she's like in her up, little sheet upright in her like little, little sheet mummy? Like, like a mummy that's fun it that's is fun. fun and then <laughs> eventually she they see her and she flies through the air at danny it's very conjuring-esque she uh. looks like a, the mom in the conjuring and danny had a knife uh at the ready because you know this is a situation where you should have a knife at the ready and he does and he stabs her through the stomach and she's you know not mortal so it doesn't really do anything and she pulls the knife out and she pushes him into the kitchen and stabs him through the bicep 
So, oh. Really nasty, like oh. fully like pins, ew, basically like ew, pins ew, him ew. to the kitchen counter through his bicep, which ugh, ow, ow. really gross. Ow. And then she vomits blood oh. all over him so much, like just pouring vomit blood into his mouth. Gross. And so we now know oh. like Danny's well done for. He's, he's also. fucking done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the while, Beth is in the other room with headphones with on, her headphones not on. hearing anything. <laughs> Listening to Taylor Swift's Midnights, like <laughs> everybody, like, everybody should be all together in the same room at all times. Like yeah. this is ap- even if like, nobody is separating, no, do not separate at any moment from anyone. You would think, you would absolutely think that. Uh, but she's not. Ugh. She's in the room by herself, and we see the way that the uh picture is framed. She's focused, and behind her, we see the vent pop off, and mm-hmm. mommy in the room she's in, crawling mommy. into the room that she's in, unbeknownst to her, just silently slinking. Really in. bad time to be wearing noise canceling yeah. headphones. Yeah. At the mm-hmm. very least, you got one ear in, one ear out. Come mm-hmm. on. And it's mm-hmm. full hereditary, Tony Collette and hereditary kind of silently skittering. Is that this, your background? No, this is the bathtub scene. This is oh, her still the bathtub. Okay, okay. And but she's up on the ceiling sort of situation? Yeah, she's crawling around and eventually Beth sees the reflection in the window of her and uh, jumps up, takes headphones off and I can't remember exactly how the order of events are here, but uh, Ellie does a very funny thing that we absolutely love, which is that she then uses her, I think she knocks the needle off the record and Ellie uses that fingernail, nasty fingernail, and she Ooh. opens her- We haven't seen that one in a while. She opens her yeah. mouth and the <gasps> record audio cool. comes out of her mouth. Incredible. Absolutely Pretty love cool. that. Yeah, it was 30 Days wow. of Night that we first saw the fingernail did, yeah. on the record mm-hmm. thing. And what a good time that was. That was a great time, and I was really happy to see that again. Meanwhile, in the kitchen, Danny and Bridget are fighting, and some I think Bridget lights Danny on fire. Somebody gets lit on fire. We oh, know shit. Danny's done for. It's kind of yeah, yeah, just yeah. like both of them are are donezo and Cassie is I think hiding under a chair or something Beth and I like the trope of the youngest child somehow being like the smartest one yeah or like Mm -hmm. the one who gets away that's fun yeah and so Beth and Ellie now come out of Danny's room they're fighting and and we get the line Ellie says I'll swallow your soul which is a great Evil Dead classic. You got to have an I'll Swallow Your Soul in there. She's pinning Beth down now. And as she is on top of her, she notices something and she puts her ear to Beth's stomach and she hears the little (gasps) fetal heartbeat and she goes, two souls? (laughs) Oh my God. And she starts to try to seem like, seems like she's going to rip the fetus out of her stomach she's like (gasps) pressing her long nasty nails into beth's stomach and she says to her ellie waits in hell wait okay what's the voice ellie waits in hell for you and your unborn bastard baby and (laughs) great and just at that moment cassie calls out to beth uh 
and slides her some scissors across the floor. Oh, no. Oh, no. And Beth grabs those scissors and jams them up Ellie's nose, like straight straight into the fucking brain. Yep. They're big scissors. They're like those classroom scissors. And they just, yeah, like a full four inches probably up into the brain. Ellie collapses. That ain't going to do it, but. No, but. It'll help. Slows her down. Slows her down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ellie, I mean, excuse me, Beth and Cassie now are like hug. Cassie's a very precocious little child. She says, are you going to be a, are you going to be a mommy, Auntie Beth? And she says, yes, this is our, this is, I feel like our third act turn moment where Mm. she's like yes yes i am and i'm gonna get us out of here and she's decided she's taking control of this situation and so she's now trying they she grabs cassie we go out into the hallway which is littered with corpses that we know are probably gonna reanimate (gasps) oh no she's trying to find that house or that apartment with access to the fire escape all the doors are locked and she's trying to open them. She has a shotgun because one of the other tenants had a shotgun and she's trying to shoot through the door to get to the fire escape, but it's not opening. And we see Ellie slowly pulling those scissors out of her own brain (laughs) and coming out of the room faster than Beth can open the door, launches at Beth. She says, Bethy boo! (laughs) It's a jump scare. (laughs) And Beth turns her with the shotgun, shoots Ellie's arm clean off. Mm. And now all the other corpses are starting to come to life. Oh God, oh God. And are attacking her. She's shooting. They're they're like moving slow, but it's not looking good. And Mm -hmm. we see possessed bridget and danny coming out of the house now they're also oh, deadites no. fully now oh boy i feel like we've never had this many before yeah this is a lot yeah it is it is more than ever before and well i don't know maybe not army of army of darkness does have oh it's i guess that's less true. Yeah, yeah, contained yeah. to but that the was small. so silly that yeah it's like whatever yeah, yeah. And they're at first crying for their mommy because she's collapsed on the ground, missing an arm. I think Ellie also, I mean, Beth also shoots her leg off at some nice. point. Oh, shit. So she's got it. Feels right? like a better choice in terms of mm-hmm. slowing her down. Yeah. And so Bridget and Danny are crying, but then they start laughing and they're all hugging her. And uh, Ellie's upside down because she's on her back and she's looking at Beth and she says, everybody here dies by dawn. <laughs> and all of the corpses start saying, dead by dawn, dead by dawn, which is the Evil Dead 2 uh, title, Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn, mm-hmm. I believe. Very fun. And Beth and and Cassie run into the elevator. We know this elevator's out of commission, but they just like need a place that they can hide get the doors closed and they do get the doors closed so that they can have some separation from uh, everybody else. And the elevator buttons start filling with blood bloods trickling (gasps) out of the buttons now. And we see Bridget and Danny start tearing their mom apart. What? (laughs) They're like digging into her in something reminiscent of her saying, I wished I could 
cut your heads off and climb into your body so we could <gasps> all be together forever. We're thinking of that. I'm thinking of that as this is happening there because she's smiling and laughing as they're like oh, clawing into oh. her body. And uh, in the elevator, now the whole elevator is filling with blood. It's coming up to their necks and now they're swimming in blood. And eventually we see... Danny, Bridget, and Ellie, whatever is happening there, moves to attack um, Cassie and Beth that, like, climbs on top of the elevator. So the top of the elevator, as Beth... Have they So is it, is merged? it like a... Yeah, it's like a... We, it's like they you, merge together? Yeah, it's kind of obscured from view, but we're seeing limbs. All we're seeing right now is limbs, <gasps> and... Ew. Beth and Cassie are trying to get out through the top of the elevator and just like limbs start reaching oh, in. Oh, my. So like very like spidery. Yeah. Ew. It's Ew. nasty. Ew. And as the elevator's filling with blood and it seems like there's nowhere to go, we see the weight capacity and we know that it says like six people max and there's them two and then three the on top, but lots of blood. So that elevator eventually just comes loose and smashes to the ground floor. It falls like at least, yeah, like 10 or 13 floors. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But I bet, honestly, but being like in liquid would true, it would absorb them. the shock. And it does. Yeah. I mean, it like basically explodes and they like burst out and are flung at the at the ground floor in a in a spurt of blood. Ugh. And uh so now from here on out. Cassie and Beth are drenched in blood, very descent-y. There's something that's just... I love when people are covered in blood. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the two of them run to the car. They're in the like garage level. They have the keys. But as they reverse to try to hit the little thing to, gr- to drive out, they accidentally get into a place where the earth broke open earlier from the earthquake oh God. so fucking tire gets stuck so they can't drive and then from the elevator comes the monstrosity that we have still haven't quite seen yet and it's approaching them they get out of the car there's like this is i feel like probably one of the tense like scary scenes in the movie where she's where they're trying to um hide from it and like moving around the car we're like hiding behind cars and stuff yeah it's a like very cat and mousey thing and we're seeing just mm. again limbs and there's a part where it's like walking Ew. on the backs of their hands like you just see Ew. like it's just okay and we, oh, we haven't seen yet we don't know what it looks like no, like but in we, probably, we have like an idea that it's like the three yeah, yeah, of yeah. them together have merged mm-hmm. Ew. and they they had pressed the garage door open for driving through it and weren't able to drive through it and so now it's starting to close again and so beth realizes we just have to make a fucking run for it they run ooh, ooh, slide under slide under they both get under but then the thing comes and grabs cassie and pulls her back <gasps> right as it closes so now cassie's <sighs> back course. inside beth's out but beth has to break her way back in she still has the sh- shotgun i think and she's she Fuck. breaks through the um, metal gate and she's able to get in. And we've seen something else that was planted earlier was a was a tree removal service van in this parking garage that has a wood chipper in it. So we're oh thinking that's probably going to come into play. Joel and I did walk past some people doing tree trimming the other day and thought about we haven't discussed tree trimmers as a great horror weapon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Basically a chainsaw attached to a pole. Yeah. Huge chainsaw. Oh. Yeah. It's for those like high one, up murders. Like a bit like a big hedge trimmer situation. Is it like the thing in Mandy? I guess you guys didn't see Mandy, but there's like an didn't enormous chainsaw in Mandy. But I think it's just for chopping down a really big tree. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It seems like a good You know. Something to consider. Something to consider. So Cassie is now in this uh tree trimming van and in like the back of the van and we're seeing like the mom Cassie is? Cassie, yeah. That's like where okay. the little monstrosity has her. taken her and we're seeing it crawling towards her with ew, all its limbs ew, and ew, it's like I you just get a little glints of his eyes, the eyes shining. And <sighs> Just as it's coming close to her, we hear the shotgun. Beth has arrived. Beth has shot it and turns around and we get our first look at it. And yeah, it's like the three of them all melded together. Gross. Gross. Like how? Like, mm, is this bad CGI too? It doesn't look great. Yeah. I mean, but like what? Just like physically, like where like are the bodies? Heads. Where are the heads? I remember she, one of them, I, Ellie heads. is missing an arm and a leg. So it's like she's got new arms and legs, but it's there. Is it like a wide torso? Like <laughs> yeah, three torsos? I'd say spidery is a good description. Oh, so one torso, like all their limbs, all their heads. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Okay. Yeah. Ish. Covered in blood. Who's the main head? The mom? Mom. Side side? Yep. A lot of limbs. A lot of limbs. Missing arm, missing okay. leg. The rest mm-hmm. of them. Exactly. And is the torso thick? <laughs> like three torsos merged. Oh my God. This is making me think of, do you guys remember that one Fear Factor where they had to eat a no. spider? No, no, I didn't watch Fear Factor. Are you kidding me? I did not watch Fear Factor. I watched Fear Factor, but I hated the ones where they had to eat something. I didn't watch it because they had to eat things. There's always a segment where they had to eat something. There's I one with a cave, a cave dwelling spider that had a big circle body and like long they legs. They eat the spider? Like alive? They had to eat it. It is so big. And one of them like didn't win. Like they had to eat it and then not win. <laughs> I feel like ew, Fear Factor. Ew, 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 ew. Oh, 2001. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fear Factor was like a a moment in time when we were anything, absolutely anything goes. like more psychotic than we are now as a species yeah. in terms of like, yeah. I guess let's just put that on TV. Like, like Fear Factor is. I'd watch it with my mom. It should never have existed. It was on like week. It was on like school it nights. Was huge. I feel like we'd like eat dinner and watch Fear Factor as a family. I, I did not watch Fear Factor. It was, was like it on NBC? before Alias or something. It was NBC 2001 to 2006. Hosted by Joe Rogan. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> That's really funny. It's hosted by Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. I forgot that. I remember when Joe Rogan became, you know, the Joe Rogan of today being like the fear vector guy. Oh my <laughs> God. That's how we got to start. Oh That's my God. Exactly right. That is exactly fucking right. Wow. That's really funny. I didn't know that. Uh, that's yes. good. I'm going to need to sit with that for a while because that I'm going to need to sit with that for a while. <laughs> We're all just processing. So they just look like the, they look like the cave dwelling spider with like a big torso <laughs> and a lot of limbs. Oh, Great. So they're going after Cassie. Cassie is Beth shoots it. It turns. They turn around and start going for Cassie. They have the they have a chainsaw. Oh, no. Must have found it in the back of that truck. Mm. And they just throw it at Beth, which I thought was 
an interesting move. Having a chainsaw <laughs> yeah. thrown at you would be pretty fucking. It would be really bad. Awful. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it misses her, but it makes her, you know, drop her gun and fall. And then there, the monster's able to grab her, and they turn that wood chipper on, and they grab her, and it's like they're trying to pull her into the wood chipper. Her legs are trying to kick, <laughs> kicking, kicking. We're seeing the little whirring blade things. <laughs> And it's about to feed her into it and Cassie turns it off and that gives Beth a moment to grab the chainsaw and uh, the way that the monster like positions itself is right at the mouth of the wood chipper, a real bad waiting spot, but that's where it ends up and Beth yells, turn it on, Cassie! <gasps> and Cassie turns it back on Beth rams the chainsaw right into the front of it. Blood is spraying everywhere. Absolute ew, ew. fountain of blood. And then okay, as it's being go. fed into the wood chipper, it's spraying even more blood <gasps> out of there. Blood is raining down on them. Their family's blood, no less. <laughs> and uh, Danny and Bridget kind of disappear into that wood chipper. But because Ellie is the main head she's in the front and so she goes last and i don't know it like doesn't suck her all the way in because we have to have one last little conversation and she says to beth ellie says to beth you really do look just like mom and you're gonna be just as bad of a mother as she was like you're gonna fail like as miserably as she did and beth I don't know. She doesn't have that good of a line. You'd think, I don't know, even just like a good, like, fuck you. Maybe she does say <laughs> something like that. But then she shoves the chainsaw to the top of Ellie's head and like splits. Doesn't split as much as I would like it to. This mm -hmm. isn't full hot dog Not split. Not full hot dog. But it's going into the top of her head as it shows like the rest of her body being kind of ripped apart by this wood chipper and she's falling in there. Yeah, I guess the whole head must go in at some point. I actually don't remember, but. Yeah, she's gone. She's she's dead. She's, she's, she's done dead. so on so. She's been chopped to a million liquefied. pieces. Liquefied. Yeah, she's been liquefied. Ew, 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 <laughs> ew. And we see Beth and Cassie completely traumatized. <laughs> They're going to yep. need so much therapy after this. Walking, Cassie, especially. My, but at least they oh have each other. God. This is huge. At least they have each other. Yeah, Beth is immediately a mom. Beth uh -huh. grabs that chainsaw. And they walk out with it. We just get a good frame shot of them them walking out. Cut to the fifth floor of this high-rise <gasps> oh, building. Oh, right, Jessica! The following day, we see Jessica coming out of her apartment, going down into that parking garage, seeing all the carnage and blood everywhere, being like, what the fuck? As she she's missed like, this all the night before? She missed it all, slept through it, <laughs> I guess. Right on through it. <laughs> and sees like she's video chatting with Teresa. Teresa saying, I think I don't really want to come. Is it okay if I don't come? And she's like, no, absolutely not. You have to come. Come hang out with me and my boyfriend. <laughs> Real bummer for Teresa. And we see the POV shot and the noise of the demon as Jessica turns around wide-eyed, afraid, and it I, it it gets her. It gets her. <laughs> How does it get her? Just the demon it spirit. Just is the, no, like, in no human form anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And that's the end of the movie. 
Wow. It's amazing how quickly I forgot about Jessica and Teresa. I like literally completely that's forgot about them. That's very fun because they she's still fucking at large. Like the movie that's we remember that she was rising out of the water when mm-hmm. the movie started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's Jessica? Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. That wasn't as bad as I thought it, it was going to be. As I, thought it was gonna I, be. I thought there was going to be more like torturous stuff happening with the kids being i like the part where and the Cassie's cat was tricked. fine cat was the fine part where, the part where cassie's tricked by the mom <laughs> was kind of i thought there was going to be more of that kind of dynamic you know what yeah. i mean but i kind of yeah. quickly forgot that she was even really a yeah. mom even though you kept calling her mom i don't know yeah i mean my honestly complaint about i think the movie could have gone harder which is really shocking to say but i feel like well 2013 Kind of went really hard. 2013 went hard. It's hard to live up to 2013. 2013 one is way better. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's way better. Fair enough. Interesting. But this one was fun. I liked it better on a second time. I was a little disappointed the first time, which (gasps) I think is due to the 2013 one being so you did them so quick back to back in my mind, and I loved that one so much. And uh, Fede Alvarez is like s- such an incredible mm-hmm. director. Sorry, Lee Cronin. Yeah. He's also very good. There's some really, really cool shots in this movie. There's a shot where Beth is in the parking garage where the camera's mounted on her and she's like running to save Cassie drenched in blood. And it's like, <laughs> it's a really fucking cool shot. But Fede Alvarez is like, <sighs> really good, really good. And I was I so one of the things I did right after watching was like, what's Fede Alvarez up to? And he's directing the next Alien movie. <gasps> There's another Alien movie, and I That's feel like it could be really good, and I'm excited. <laughs> that is exciting. It's That's weird. Really we exciting. are in this moment of like, I mean, it's a absolutely a complaint, which is that there is nothing new anymore, and we're only ever doing reboot sequels, uh, franchise stuff. But I'm a sucker for the shit I already like, and if it's yeah. done well, I'm into it. And yeah, put, so I gotta seats. say, like. If there's a good fucking new alien movie, hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I skipped the last alien movie. I know the alien movies have I have not seen gone off the rails m- a bit. Most but... of them. I saw, yeah, Alien Aliens, Alien versus Predator. And obviously Predator and Predators. And that's, is as, Prometheus? that's as far as I Is that like yep. part of the it's alien? It's in the same universe, yeah. Okay. okay. And I feel I like there was Prometheus. even Oh, Alien Covenant, I think, was the last one. And that's the one I didn't see. I saw Prometheus and I think that's where I dipped out, even though what's his name? Michael Fassbender. Mm. Incredible. Mm. Yeah, that was a crazy movie. Um, But yeah, I wanted it to go harder. And in my sure in my research, I saw that there was plans to have the cat die and reanimate as a deadite cat. And that I was like, you should have done it. You should have yeah, done that, it. Honestly, that I would be into. Yes. Because I here's the that. thing. I think a cat would love it. They blew their <laughs> CGI budget on everything else. It's true. I do think a cat would love being a dead. I think that's like a best case scenario for a cat. Lee Cronin said that he was like scared of audience. He was like, people are crazy about cats. He was like, people ah, freaked out about the cats. And so because I the parasite. took it out. Interesting. Because of what? I think we the parasite, the parasite that you get from cats. What is that? What? I don't know about There's that. There's a parasite that thrives. I don't... Uh, look, I'm going to oh, talk about this as if I know, that, like, but I don't. makes you love them more? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a parasite that can like only live in cat urine. 
Uh-huh. That does a couple things. Wait, I also know that pregnant women aren't like allowed to change litter boxes, right? right? Because it, it, it's yeah. actually very serious. It can cause um, I tox- did know that. So toxoplasmosis, toxic plasma, that something right. bad in pregnant women. But for the and for rats, it is an aphrodisiac. So because it makes rats like be drawn to cat urine, so the cats can fucking eat rats. And the ra- and the rest of us humans, it makes you obsessive about cats, and it also it can like it doesn't really know what to do in human bodies, so it sort of like just fucks with your circuits. Anyway, um, I have it, yeah, for sure. maybe. <laughs> and I do think that's why cat people are so um obsessive about wow. cats. Cats Whoa. are fucking awesome. The fact that I like cats can do that too. I'm like, yeah, cats rule. Okay, because it's already working. Little you've fucking already got demons it. who can like give you a parasite and be like, love me, love me, love me. It's like, yeah, Whoa. you're you're like you're fucking awesome. See, but if you have outdoor cats, you don't have this. I always had outdoor cats. Less growing likely. Up. Less mm. likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't have the full cat bug. No, I absolutely have it. Fascinating. <laughs> Thrilled to have it. Love having it. Um, I would have really loved a dead eight cat. A dead eight cat would have been fun, but it probably would have been perhaps disappointingly yeah, CGI. The CGI would have been bad. I, w- I want a practical dead eight cat. So much character in the world. <laughs> a, cat a cat in prosthetics. <laughs> like a cat in a makeup chair. Uh, a cat in a makeup chair. Getting the uh, contact lenses put in a cat that would work. <laughs> that would go really that well. That would work. I honestly agree with you. I feel like all the hype of this movie, I was ready for. I was ready to want to die, and mm-hmm. I don't. Me too. But I do. Fully. I mean, you see what I mean about. But it I wouldn't want to like see it a little bit sillier, which I like. And I think it's yes. just like a really difficult balancing act to like get the silliness. Yeah balanced with the Goran feeling like wanting to die because I think the 2013 one lead leans more it's like less fun into mm-hmm. yeah it's less yeah. fun and more it's very hard which for me was fun sure <laughs> right right I wonder like I'm trying to think of a filmmaker I I know of who could maybe bridge that gap it's like a very it's tough it's a very specific it's also, a delicate, it's a delicate dance, hit. yeah. When you when you describe Bridget as looking like Selena Gomez, <laughs> I keep thinking this is a Selena Gomez movie. Like somehow that got in my head. I was like, I Selena would Gomez love to see Selena Gomez in an evil starring in this movie, and that yeah. also somehow made it less scary. Take yeah. the risk, Selena. Go for it. What do you have to lose? You're the most famous person in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then also in the 2013 one, I feel like just having the theme be addiction and having her being Mm -hmm. detoxing is like so powerful and so perfect in so much Mm -hmm. so that i do believe there's nothing that could top that and so fair enough that it it feels like they just (laughs) jumped right in they're like whatever she's possessed like there was no well it's like are they trying to say something about motherhood are they trying to say something about they're trying to say something about groupies that's for sure it's about groupies and and sisterhood sis Sisterhood, <laughs> liking music, a real curse, mm-hmm. and um, only what like really troubled people do. Titty sucking parasites. It's a great line. <laughs> great line. And then my final complaint, sorry, is just that it's in this like high rise building, which I get. It's obviously the first Evil Dead right or Evil Dead movie that I guess Army of Darkness did this, where it's it's not just confined to a cabin. Cabin, but it feels like the setting should have been a little more justified mm-hmm. 
Although right, maybe now we're there? just getting into a yeah time where it can be wherever and and exploring new settings and that's fun too. But it felt kind of like random aside from mm. the high rise, Earthquake. Evil Dead rise, and feeling like trapped in sure the thirteenth floor is a scary thought. But it all but it, to yeah, me, I mean, felt a high like, rise is a great setting, but it doesn't feel like it got it felt us underutilized. There. And so, yeah. especially after seeing what's that movie with the fucking high rise action movie shit? I'm um, the raid, the raid, exactly. Oh my god, the raid is which is like fucking. Anytime incredible. you're in a high rise building, it's like that's what oh I'm picturing. God, oh is like, oh, we're yeah. gonna be moving around this building and making use of the space, and ooh, it's gonna ooh, be ooh. awesome. And it wasn't really that. God, the raid is so good. I've never seen it. Oh my god, it's so good. Okay, that's Tony Jaw. But that said, I had a good time. I think it was mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. fun, and I had a better time I than I expected. Yes. Had a good time. I thought I Alyssa Sutherland was absolutely incredible, and uh, uh, Beth, what's her name, Lily Sullivan. Uh, I thought she was great too, and I'm excited for more Evil Dead movies. I hope that we get some of the surviving cast members coming back in other things Ooh. eventually like I'd, I'd love to see bruce campbell in one of these again I know. i'd love I to wondered, see jane I was levy thinking about that do you think he is like i mean i guess at this point it is what it is but do you think he's happy that his like whole career legacy is just evil dead um I mean, he's gone through lots of iterations yeah of i'm sure he, i'm sure he it's yeah, just exactly. like is what it is mm-hmm. he seems like i think in a good place i feel like he like sure. from what i've heard at conventions and stuff he's always like super fun and like happy to meet fans and pumped and i think that's great but yeah i'm sure he's probably had some some down times about it as well but Mm -hmm. he's perfect as ash and what a legacy to have you know huge legacy um okay wow we did it Mm. we survived we did it Mm. we're not gonna be dead by dawn we're not with the maggots now (laughs) we are not I feel waves of relief washing <laughs> out. You survived even without your tequila soda. I know. I, know. I can do it, it without tequila soda. I don't I'm need so it. So proud. I'm very proud of you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank I you. did have two drinks. Mm-hmm. I have a tequila soda Jealous. here for right now. Yum, yum, yum. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this journey. Mm-hmm. This is a big one. This was a big one. one. Thank you for being here. I had a great time. Me too. Yep. Did I go full? Did I go full demon? Full demon. I could have. I could have gone harder. (laughs) Give myself myself the same. You didn't feel it. You know. You felt it for the 2013. 2013 one. I was full demon. Something was coursing through my veins (laughs) in that 2013 one. Yeah. And and we can only hope that you'll get there again. You know. It just had. You know. It's out of your hands, really. It's out of my hands. I'm hopeful. I'm optimistic. I want to feel those feelings again of just pure delight and (laughs) adrenaline. (laughs) What do you think? I might watch the 2013 one again. I was going to say, like, what, 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 what what (sighs) do you think might do it for you next? What's our? Do we have another upcoming big, big horror release? The Nun Two. (laughs) The Nun Two. The Nun Two. Obviously, I feel like there are some good horror movies coming there's that a24 one talk talk well maxine when does maxine come out people are saying talk to me is the scariest movie a24 has ever made which talk i find me. hard to believe but talk to me i think i'm excited I don't for. Like the sound of that 
I hope, yeah, something, the challenge has been set. Somebody, please make me feel those feelings again. 2013 mm-hmm. Evil Dead. Turn Sammy into a demon. <laughs> I want to be a demon again. It, that was a, the sweet life. <laughs> take me back. Um, well, you just need to take we'll like, an Adderall. And that'll do it. <laughs> a little Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just pop an old Vivance. That'll turn you right into a demon. Uh, no, it's not the same. It's not strong it's enough. Not the same. It's not the same. Strong, really strong vibance. Sammy, we know what voice you have to do. Strong vibance. Yeah, I think you we have know. to do okay, um, Dr. Evil. <laughs> Mommy's with the maggots now. <laughs> sounds like Dr. Evil. I can, so, I can only hear Dr. Evil now. Oh my God. Mommy's with the maggots now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. From all of us here. I can only do talk Dr. Evil now. Okay, wait. Wait, okay. Please do, honestly. Um, well, no, I want to remember what Bridget's was. Okay. From all of us here at Too Scary Didn't Watch. Oh, oh, oh. Goodbye. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that at all. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you like the show, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And if one episode a week just is not enough for you, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast to become a patron and receive all sorts of extra goodies from us, including bonus episodes, trailer reactions, and more. And no matter what, we will see you right here next week for another episode. We love you so much. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.